Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast from Avila Presbyterian Church. This podcast is for the Tuesday, the 15th of September, 2020. Trust you, you're all keeping uh, safe and well uh, as we uh, look uh, to come together in Jesus' name this evening to recognise uh, the promises that we have in him, to recognise that he is our security uh, in times of real difficulty and strangeness. We have a real certainty in our Saviour. Uh, welcome all who are listening uh, to this podcast this evening, uh, just to keep you uh, uh, up to date with what's going on with our church family at the minute in time. Uh, we are um, starting to come back out to our church building for worship. Uh, the building is open on Sunday mornings uh, for public worship. Uh, if you haven't been before and you are hoping to go uh, this Sunday, then can you please let Brian know uh, before five o'clock on Friday evening uh, that, that, that you're wanting to come out. This gives us an idea uh, about who will be coming out in our church so we can plan for seating. Also, we do have our services still online. They're still on our YouTube channel uh, and they are streamed live uh, starting at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings also. And also, we're going to continue uh, with these podcasts. Uh, each Tuesday evening, there will be a new episode uh, that will appear uh, and through these coming uh, months, we're going to start looking uh, tonight at the book of Nehemiah as we think about uh, the God who is able to rebuild, uh, the God who we can uh, find protection in through these days. As we begin, let me read these words from Psalm 48 to us, uh, taken from Psalm 48 verses 1 to 3. Great is the Lord, and most worthy of praise. In the city of our God, his holy mountain, it is beautiful in its loftiness, the joy of the whole earth, like the utmost heights of Zephron is Mount Zion. The city of the great king, God is in her citadels. He has shown himself to be her, her fortress. Through those words, the psalmist is showing us a God who can be dependent on, a God who promises so much for us. And as we think of that, let us come to our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we recognise your great promises to us in every way, that you are the God who is to be dependent on. You're the God who we can rest in through all things, and we thank you for this. We thank you that you, Lord, are our fortress in times of trouble. And Lord, as we uh, look to worship you this evening, we recognize how easy it is to take our eyes off you, to trust in other things. But we pray this evening, as we uh, listen to your word, as we hear uh, what you would have uh, say to us, Lord, that we may know of those rich blessings in our Lord Jesus, of that joy that we have in you. Lord, help us to confess those times in which we have turned away from you. Help us to recognize those patterns in our life in which uh, we have become uh, so comfortable with, 
yet are not of you. And Lord, we pray that you may continue to help us to commit ourselves to you, to show of our faithfulness, Lord, in your name, to recognize, Lord, that through you, each and every blessing is met. Lord, we ask that you may develop in us a deeper love for Jesus, a joy of serving and following him throughout our lives. For Lord, that is our prayer, to know and understand the things of you, to seek you, Lord, in every situation that we may face, to enjoy you, Lord, through our lives. Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, just before uh, we come to our Bible reading this evening, we're going to have our first item of praise. It's entitled, From Life's Beginning, Let Praise Resound, and From Resound Worship.
Well, this evening we're going to begin a new series looking at the book of Nehemiah. And I want to read now the first four verses of the start of the book of Nehemiah, chapter 1. Nehemiah, chapter 1, and we're looking at verses 1 to 4 this evening. Here is the word of God. The words of Nehemiah, son of Hakalan, in the month of Kislev, in the 20th year, while I was in the citadel of Susa, Hananiah, one of my brothers, came from Judea with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that survived the exile, and also about Jerusalem. They said to me, those who survived the exile are back in the province, are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fast and prayed before the God of heaven. Here we end the reading of God's word to us this evening. Let's pray for a moment or two before we take some time looking at these words. Heavenly Father, we pray that that awareness, Lord, of your power and majesty may be so real in our lives. As we take time in your word now, we ask for that sense of your directing and your guiding, uh, your uh, great sense of um, spirit with us in all that we may do. We ask it now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, as we uh, turn to this book of Nehemiah, we see that God's people have been through a great time of uncertainty, that uh, they have been taken away from their country and brought to Babylon. They are in exile. Yet here, as we look uh, to the book of Nehemiah, we see the beginnings of God bringing his people back to that promised land, to that place where they recognized God was with them for so many years beforehand. And Nehemiah uh, is written in a time uh, just uh, coming towards the end of the Old Testament times in which we see remnants of God's people coming back to Jerusalem, that place that they recognized God was with them. Other books uh, that were written around this time in the Old Testament would be Ezra and also the book of Esther as well. And it gives us an idea sort of what was happening around this time. If you were to look at the book of Ezra, it focuses on the restoration of worship and the purification of the people who came back. But the book of Nehemiah deals with the reconstruction of the city walls. Uh, And this is uh, in the 5th century before the Lord Jesus would come. Thinking back uh, to when the exile happened, when the Babylonian soldiers marched out of Jerusalem in 586 BC, they left a desolated city behind them. The city gates and all its important buildings were enveloped in flames. And its strong walls demolished to ensure that the impoverished citizens could not organize uh, um, any revolts. Only the poorest of Jerusalem's people were left behind. The rest led off as captives 
to the distant Babylon. And we can look through Old Testament times and the book of uh, Jeremiah, uh, the book of Jeremiah, the book of Ezekiel, the book of Daniel, and how God's people uh, suffered and how God's people uh, continued uh, through those days of exiles. But I want to draw your attention just to some words in the book of Jeremiah, as uh, uh, Jeremiah was uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit. He predicted that Israel would be held captive in Babylon for 70 years. These are the words of Jeremiah 29, verses 10 to 14, which say, This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I carry you into exile. Here in these words, we see that idea of God's promises um, that even in the lowest point of Israel's history, that God has not forgotten them, that he will bring them back to that promised place, a place they recognize that God was with them. Through the book of Nehemiah, we see this promise starting to be fulfilled. We recognize God takes the long view of history and the long view of our lives. Nothing ever catches him by surprise. He arranges circumstances and events in order to achieve his long-range purposes. Through uh, this time of God's people coming back out of Babylon, in God's strength, he organizes the rebuilding of the temple. There is that sense of God's people gathering around his word again. And here in the book of Nehemiah, we see it being made possible of the rebuilding of the broken walls. In every generation, God equips trusted servants for effective leadership. Nehemiah was one of those leaders. He was called to serve God at a time when Israelite people were emerging from these traumatic years in exile. They were a stunted and uncertain people. But Nehemiah is a visible reminder to the Israel people of the unchanging mercy of God. Life has changed for them, and some of their treasured institutions were no more. But the Lord was with them. He was rising up a new people to redefine and invigorate the vulnerable community. This trusted wine steward Nehemiah was, he was working in a pagan palace, becomes God's instrument of Israel's renewal. And as we emerge from these months of real uncertainty when we haven't been able to do the things that we really were able to take for granted for so long in coming out to worship God together, we can recognize, can't we, how God is bringing new things. He is using new things to help us 
uh, to come together again in his name. When the Lord put into the heart, put into his heart, into Nehemiah's heart, what he must do for Jerusalem, it meant moving from one part of the ancient world to another. He had to leave a secure home, surroundings of an existence more uh, to more tentative and uncertain places. It involved a change of job. Uh, uh, Nehemiah was a dignified palace steward or a butler to the king. And now he became a building site manager, leaving a safe and affluent place in Persia for a less secure one in Judea. And the theme of Nehemiah is the rebuilding of the walls. For walls uh, speak of our need of security and strength. In the book of Nehemiah, we will discover how to rebuild God's security and strength in our lives. The book falls into two divisions. Nehemiah chapters 1 to 6 cover the reconstruction of the walls. And in, in chapters 7 and 13, it deals with the reinstitution of the people. There's those two parallels of the reconstruction of the place uh, of God's people. And then his people coming together uh, to worship him. The story has compelling things to say about how we have to put God first in our lives, about living unselfishly in this contemporary world, and about the joy and satisfaction of serving one another in the Lord Jesus. But let's focus this evening just on one symbol, the symbol of the rebuilding of walls. One of the most famous walls in the world is undoubtedly the Great Wall of China, It was built over a period of several centuries. It protected the Chinese empire against invasion by the nomadic tribes from the north. The walls of Jerusalem were similar walls of protection. Jerusalem was the city of God, containing God's dwelling place, the temple. But after the Babylonian invasion, the walls were torn down. They were left, the city was left defenseless. Jerusalem was weak and unable to protect herself as long as the walls lay in ruin. In the book of Nehemiah, we discover uh, how to defeat the enemies that attack us from without and from within. Nehemiah shows us how to build strong walls uh, of protection around our lives. He shows us how to take the rubble, stewing ruins of our lives and rebuild them into a beautiful, functioning temple of worship of God. We see here through this book of a sense of God's people coming together again, looking to worship him, looking uh, to have them recommit themselves to the things of God. We recognize how easy it is uh, for the things that we can grow comfortable with uh, to fall away. Uh, Things that we can depend on uh, to fall away in our lives. But as we look to build our lives in the Lord Jesus, to recognize what he has first done for us, there are many things that may fall away in our lives, but he will not. He is that saviour 
that can be trusted. He is the one who we can depend on. Let us come uh, to God in prayer this evening, thanking him for this. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that you are the God who can be depended on through all things. And Lord, as we take time uh, over these next weeks and months in the book of Nehemiah, Lord, we pray for that great awareness, Lord, of dependence on you, of recognizing that as we look to build our lives in your name, that we have that great security in Jesus. Lord, we pray for those who are maybe listening this evening, who have not taken those steps to trust in you. And Lord, we ask for your hand to be upon them, to know if that great security is found in you, to take away uh, those hurdles, those things that are stopping them from trusting in you. And Lord, they, they may see your glory and power and come to follow you. Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. We're going uh, to listen uh, to another uh, item of praise by resigned worship now, entitled God of Immeasurable Might.
Well, just before uh, we close this evening, let us take some time in prayer for one another uh, as uh, we usually do uh, through these evenings. Let us come together in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we lift up to you one another, uh, recognising, Lord, of our need of you each day. And Lord, we want to pray for those uh, that we recognise are hurting through these days. Uh, whether it is um, through uh, uh, physical ill health uh, or through just uncertainty, Lord, of what their, where their lives are going, we ask, Lord, that they may know of your directing and your guiding through all things, that they may know, Lord, of you being the one who is that true guide in life. Lord, we do lift up to you those who are awaiting um, hospital appointments who are really facing uncertain days on their health. We ask, Lord, that you may bring comfort and peace into their lives, that they may know that through all things that you are journeying with them throughout. Lord, we want to lift up to you also those who have been bereaved over these last weeks. Lord, asking that they may know, Lord, uh, of you being with them throughout that you are the God who longs to journey with them, that you are the God who can be dependent on in, all, in every way. Lord, we ask for your comfort and your peace to surround them. Lord, we want to lift up to you um, just our young people. Uh, we pray for our local schools and for all who are serving you in our schools. 
We pray for protection around our young people and the different things that have been happening over these last weeks as young people get back to school. Lord, we thank you uh, that uh, this has happened and we pray continually, uh, Lord, that your name may be glorified throughout these days. Lord, we uh, pray, Lord, for our um, authorities and our government through these days, recognizing that uh, in every um, department and every person that has to make difficult uh, calls, Lord, that you will help, that you will be that guide and uh, strength through all things. And Lord, we ask that they may know of your hand upon them, for we recognizing that these days are not easy, that there are calls to be made, Lord, uh, that have uh, big consequences. And Lord, we ask your hand to be upon uh, our leaders through these days. Lord, we lift up to you our, our own church family here in Mavilla. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunities that we have to serve and to follow you. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunities, Lord, that we have to love one another in your name. And Lord, we pray that over these coming uh, weeks and months ahead, that as we uh, emerge from lockdown, as we look uh, to get back to uh, a, new, a new sense of normal, that we may be aware of you uh, bringing new ways of being able to serve you into our lives. That we are aware, Lord, of the opportunities uh, to uh, honour and follow you throughout. And Lord, that we may look uh, to you as that guide. We thank you, Lord, for the way that you will use us in our lives as we look to honour and follow you. And we pray, Lord, that as we look back over this period of time, uh, Lord, that we can recognise what you were doing and we can say you are that faithful one, the one who can to be, de be dependent on through all things. Lord, we ask this now, all in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us close uh, with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for listening, everyone, and God bless.